0: Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're
1: listening to Comedy Central. I still remember the moment when I was younger that I learned that the sun is also a star. Blew my mind, I was 27. <laughs> I was like, what? You mean those tiny little stars? Some of them are as big as the sun? Some of them are bigger than the sun. No. (laughs) That's stupid. They're just little twinkles. (laughs) I was watching Neil deGrasse Tyson do a special about the size of the universe. He said, there's 10 times more stars than all the grains of sand on Earth. I was like, who counted the sand? (laughs) That is special. (laughs) I mean, beaches, deserts, Zen sand gardens. (laughs) Neil deGrasse Tyson should do a special on that guy. (laughs) He sounds interesting. (laughs)
2: Welcome to another episode, Stand Up with Chris Stefano. With me, as always, Nicole Boyce.
3: Hey, Chris, how's it going?
2: Comedy Central Chloe's in the building. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a fun one today. Yeah. It's always fun, though, because it's just stand up and we're just being funny and silly.
3: Yeah. It's, so it's the like, best. What else do you want? Podcast in the world.
2: Dude, we should start doing this podcast. <laughs> like, we should have fun things in here, like to eat. Like, what's a fun thing?
3: You want? I can give fun things for you to eat.
2: Like a cake. I literally like, have to
3: do whatever you say. So
2: let's just have an ice cream cake in here every fucking. Episode. An ice
3: cream. It's a thousand degrees in here, and the ice cream.
2: That's why it's melt. funny. Mm,
3: that's just ice cream. A it's smoothie. melting like the reactor at smoothie. Chernobyl.
2: Um,
3: Shout out to Chernobyl. Shout out Chernobyl.
2: Uh, watch on sh- an
3: undisclosed network.
2: Yeah, watch that show. Um, <laughs> so what today? What do we got? Today, what do we got? Well, I want to know. I want to start knowing now to to mentally prepare myself. <laughs> And emotionally and spiritually prepare myself. Who do we have stand-up from each okay. episode?
3: On today's episode, yeah. we got stand-up from Joe Zimmerman, Joe DeRosa, Joe Rogan, and Joe List.
2: Wow. So the theme of this one is straight white males.
3: That is correct. Yes. That is
2: correct. Yes. Name so Joe. I you
3: think Joe is the theme?
2: Joe's a good name.
3: You know any Joes?
2: I do know some Joes. Do you know these Joes? I do. I know these. Yes. I know. Well, here's the thing. I know Joe Zimmerman. We did our half-hour specials on the same block. Oh,
3: okay. Joey cool, Z. Very cool.
2: I know Joe DeRosa. Joey No Shoulders. Everybody knows Joe DeRosa. I know him from the Opie and Anthony days, and we're friends. We went to the L.A. Dodgers game two seasons ago with the great Ann Harris. Shout out to Ann Harris.
3: Ooh, Go Dodgers.
2: Joe Rogan. I mean, everybody knows. I'm familiar with his work. I've, I've never met him. Okay. Um, I've, I've certainly never done his podcast. we got to get you
3: on the pod. We
2: have to get him on the pod. You know, we'll. I don't know. I would love to do it, like- but-
3: what would you talk to him about well let, let's let's finish okay do you know joe list
2: i do know joe list i know joe list and i i know joe list extremely well i've seen joe list penis that's that's, that's how some i know might joe
3: say L-. the best the closest way to know someone
2: i've seen so many call
3: you
4: don't know anyone
3: yeah i don't know yeah you don't know person. anyone
2: i okay i
3: wasn't gonna bring that up but fuck, fine
2: <laughs> fine nice snack i don't know Chloe. a single person yeah i know i've seen a lot of comedians who have went on to are very well known now i've seen their flaccid penises for medical reasons. Louis C.K.? No, I wish. (laughs) Thank God, thank God. Um, No, that's a good one. I have seen their penises because I used to be a physical therapist. Really? And a lot of comedians don't have health insurance or don't at a point in their career. And I would tell them like, hey, I'm a physical therapist. I know it's a doctorate degree, but like I'm not a real doctor. I can't help you. But they would pull out their penises anyway and be like, but tell me if this is an STD. (laughs) (laughs) Because
3: you're a physical therapist. I would look at them
2: and be like, listen, (laughs) I can't. Medically, professionally, I can't tell you if that is or isn't, but I would strongly recommend going to the doctor because that thing is swollen.
3: Okay, stay till the end of the episode. We're going to reveal which comedian has have
4: an STD. STD. Well, <laughs> Joe List is very open about the fact that that's he has herpes.
2: I know. That's what's going to be. Okay, well, Chloe just gave it alert! away. Oh so I guess God! see you next okay, week. Episode's over. Damn it. Joe List gave me herpes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I have t- you make t-shirts that say that he yeah, should do that. He should
2: do that. He probably has done that.
3: He probably has done that actually.
2: Um, <laughs>
3: okay, so Joe Rogan.
2: So Joe Rogan, if you went on
3: the podcast, no, what, w- what would you t- if you if you oh. did? What would you talk about? What would you want to ask him? I would want to hey. ask.
2: Father what would Joe. I want to ask him? Well, I think the only thing I can openly talk about with him is history. I don't know if he's well, he seems like he's into everything. Yeah. I don't know about the drug world or the sleep or the aliens. Like I don't know about any of that stuff. But uh-huh. I feel like Joe Rogan can just talk about any topic seamlessly. So I would prefer to talk to him about history and um stuff like that if he mm-hmm. was interested.
3: Probably C B D you could talk to him about C B D oil. Wrestling. That's the thing punching with Joe Rogan. Things?
2: It, wrestling well I don't know much about wrestling
3: well you you punch stuff you I box bo- you yeah box. but that's
2: not like you know wrestling wrestling oh my bad yeah I mean I wish I one one time I dated a girl and she dumped me and then she was dating a professional wrestler the next week that hurt whoa so, yeah Zach Ryder whatever he <laughs> no was like a big re- he was a big wrestler so I think with Joe Rogan it's intimidating though because I mean it's like a three-hour usually podcast he like, wears you down you have to talk
3: for a while, you have to like Should really. Should we talk. do a three-hour episode of this?
2: I'm down. Let's do. And, it and right I have a hang that my blood sugar is low, so like let's just do it till I pass out. And that would be a great episode. <laughs> um,
3: How long does it take?
2: Yeah, dude, my funniest thing. So I bought. like well, You mentioned I box, right? Yeah. And I box with like this really like old school Brooklyn guy, and mm-hmm. his gym is in his garage, which is attached to his mother's house. It's like the oh most God. it's like the most deep Brooklyn. He's like forty years old, but he's not married. He's like an Italian guy. So like these guys do not move out of their mother's house until they have a wife to cook to cook for them. Like it's very like old school. That's how they are, right? So so like they so he's like still with his mother. And anyway, every time I train, when you're a boxing trainer yeah. and you're like holding up the pads, you're like you're doing the work with the client a lot. Like a lot of times the boxing trainers are sweating themselves or every time because they're sure. moving around with us. Yes. So this guy, he I went into the to the garage, I had a nine AM session with him. He was already like dripping in sweat. He had a sauna suit on and was jumping rope for like half an hour, like high speed, like going nuts, whatever. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, you want to take the sauna suit off? He goes, no, 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 I'm gonna, I'm going to work out with you with the sauna suit on while we're doing the pads. And while you're working on the bag, like hitting the bag, I'm going to do my workout. Like he want, he's like, he like always is like training for a fight, but he's not a professional boxer. And he's always like trying to make weight, but there's nothing to make weight for. <laughs> like he's just lives with his mom. So, and he just <laughs> makes money training clients. So anyway, we're boxing. Mm-hmm. I'm boxing hitting the pads and I see like him he like doesn't look good Uh so I'm like dude are you okay and he's like what do you mean and I'm like are you okay he goes who are you and I was like what and then he passes out like this guy legit passed out in front of me so I open the door to his garage and his mother's house is like right across the way his mother is standing right there and I'm like your son just passed out. She's like, "Oh my God, call the police!" I was like, "The police? Okay, I'll call the... So I dialed nine one one, and then like I took off his sauna suit, and like he had like already come to. But like the medics came, he like was refusing medical attention. He was like, "Cuz all I need is an oregano pill." He was like, "Ma, go to the down, da- go to my go to my room. Ma, you go know to where the my third pills drawer, are. <laughs> don't look at anything else, but take out those oregano pills. I gotta pop one of those, and I'll be good. And give me some water." So. He literally pops like two oregano pills and drinks a gallon of water and then keep, takes the sauna suit off, but just continues to train with me and like finish the session. <laughs> and he said when he's training clients, the reason why I brought us up, there's a famous boxer, mm-hmm. old school boxer, Pauli mm-hmm. Malinagi, who is like a Brooklyn, Brooklyn boxer. He would train him. They would train together and they would both in the sauna suits with the door shut to his garage, he, two max heaters on in the middle of the summer, they would train until one of them passed out they did this almost daily
3: what how nuts even? of a
2: lifestyle is that uh. so that's why like Malinaji is he's 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 going to do a bare knuckle boxing match uh-huh which is, I mean, that's insane. And there's an outside chance he may fight Conor McGregor, which will be like sick, sick, sick payday. My boy's probably going to be able to upgrade his boxing studio from his mother's garage well, because you, you're Good talking about him. millions and millions of dollars if you're fighting yeah. Conor McGregor. But it's like the reason why they can do that is because they're boxing until they pass out. Like so, like what's getting punched in the face? What does that matter? Doesn't you're matter. You're
3: literally you fucking pass out every day.
2: You you like I'm like Paulie like one if that happens one more time like the, one time too many like you're not going to get Brought, like you have to be resuscitated. He goes, "What? You don't think I got resuscitated before?" I was like, <laughs> "He was like, bro, Sound Factory, 2001. I got sure. resuscitated every month of the summer." I was like, "You're a nut job, but that's why you're a boxing instructor."
3: Sometimes people say they're like, you know, we're all humans. We all, we all human. We all wake up in the morning. We all go to the bathroom. But then I hear stories about that, and I'm like, that man might be the exact opposite. Of no, me. there's different like people. The exact opposite person.
2: Yeah, like there's just people out there. They're like they live a different life. Oh yeah. Like, do I ever tell you about Scotty Karate? Never talk about him on the You've podcast. Talk
3: to me about Scotty. So sc- karate. Scotty
2: Karate was like the homeless guy that lived in our neighborhood. Okay, <laughs> and he would do anything you wanted him to do for a dollar. So like, you would <laughs> just give him a dollar, and he would just do it. Like, I remember one time.
3: Why was he called Scotty Karate?
2: Because he would do like karate moves at the bus stop, like, and it was just like he was just out of his mind. You're
3: just surrounded by people that are like training, like training, just yeah, training to fight.
2: <laughs> I'm just, I have wild characters in my life. So Scotty Karate. I remember one time there was, so quick we used to with a slingshot if any police in the local tri-state area hear this like i swear it wasn't me but we would walk drive around with a slingshot and we had like these little metal balls and we would blow out bus terminal windows <laughs> in the middle oh, of the night and slingshot <laughs> what that the? we were loot we were <laughs> brooklyn was a different place it wasn't all fucking quinoa and pugs was that
3: before or after you drink your matcha
2: my ma- oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. March it <laughs> fueled up. So we would slingshot these bus terminal windows. i like- Where
3: would you find metal balls?
2: We would go to the hardware store and buy like little metal, like balls that like people like used no for construction shit and we would, our boy got had a slingshot, like a legit slingshot, like for real deal, like not some makeshift shit, like a professional slingshot and we would drive in the only, one of our friends who had a car and we would blow out these bus terminal windows in the middle of the night. And like we were hitting like every bus terminal window and the cops could never find us because it was, whatever it was, the late 90s, like everything wasn't on video then. So and we were like got written up like in the newspaper, like the local newspaper, like vigilantes breaking bus terminal windows. It wow. needs to stop. Keep an eye out. And it was us.
3: Your first taste of fame. Yeah, it was uh,
2: <laughs> like it was nuts. It was so. Fucking... No
3: one was like, "Why are you buying like thirty tiny metal balls?" No, no, we would just go like... to hit
2: up different hardware stores. Me, Patty, Fly Balls, Debo, who are still my friends to this day. It's just Patty what knows, we would yeah. do. And our boy Coobs had a car. Who we don't? Who's actually a cop right now? We he had a car. Whoa. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And he, he we he, he was had the a driver. Teacher. And we would just fucking blow out these bus terminal windows. And like, we blew one out. What do you mean by bus
3: terminal windows? Like, ones? you
2: know, like a bus terminal, like, like, um, any, like a building, fu- like windows. a bus stop. Yeah. Like yeah. a bus stop, how like they oh, have like a glass booth so you yeah, can sit yeah, for like yeah. the weather or whatever. We would just fucking hit this shit and not, and the windows would shatter. Cause like you hit it at the right. It's probably really satisfying to watch. It was great. It was great. We used to do that. We used to like, this is like crazy. I'm going to sound like an asshole, but like we were kids. We like, if, if, like, People in our neighborhood sometimes would like leave their like doors unlocked. They didn't any, they don't wouldn't anymore, but back then they would. <laughs> and like we would go upstairs like- and like push their air conditioners out the window, like <laughs> just stupid shit, like into their driveways, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it was it's funny dumb. because
3: before we were recording, you were like, People they hear what I sound like and they think I'm really tough, but I'm not. But uh, and then this episode where you're vandal, terrorizing, yes, yeah. small community. <laughs> uh,
2: but you know I don't wouldn't do that anymore. But when I was younger, I was just an idiot. But
3: um. Okay, wait. Other second question: Was the slingshot kid the most popular? Yeah, because he I, had the slingshot.
2: Yeah, he had the slingshot. Yeah, he was like it. Just be like one of those things where like we're 15, 16 years old. Like our mothers would be like, "What do you guys need to go to the movies or something, or sit in the park?" And we were like, "Yeah." And then immediately just like we'd go to Sean's <laughs> house and be like, get the fucking slingshot. Let's go.
3: Let's go. And we'd go, go to like go. all
2: different neighborhoods because it got to a point where like we busted out every bus terminal window in our neighborhood. There's so no like a bu- bus do. stop window. Yeah. Um, so we would just go out in Queens, but we busted this one out once <laughs> on like a Sunday night Let's or Saturday night, let's say. And then like Sunday morning, we were like going to play basketball in the park and the glass shards are still there. And Scotty Karate was there doing his karate moves at the bus stop, which is just what he would do. And... He was like, if you guys give me a dollar, I'll do a backflip into this glass. We were like, a dollar? (laughs) And it was like, one dollar. So my boy Ian was like, all right, I'll give you a dollar. And then he did the backflip into the glass and knocked himself unconscious. And he was just like laid out in the middle of the glass. And then we just all put a dollar on his chest and like just walked away. So he got $4 to knock himself out, but it was like such a stupid thing that he did. And it's just like real, shout out Ridgewood, Ridgewood Bushwick. 1998.
3: That's something I feel like you could talk to uh, Joe Rogan about. I can mention that I feel to Joe like Rogan he would love
2: that. If Scotty Karate is still alive, I would I I would not be able to believe it if he Scottie was still Karate, alive somewhere in this country.
3: If you're listening, please add us on Instagram. We want to talk to you. Please come, come on the podcast.
2: Because the last we heard from him, I was like 18. He was going to try to go onto the uh, train tracks in our neighborhood to get on a freight train to just see where it would take him. He was like done with our neighborhood. He like told wonder, one of our friends. I wonder out. why he was yeah. done with your neighbor. By the way, all these people, all these people who have slingshot the windows and yeah, yeah, pushing Ecclesiastes yeah. out the window, they are all your local cops and firemen. <laughs> Does not
3: that make you feel safe, And that's a true America? story.
2: So that's just what it is across America. Your most, nine times out of 10, your local cop or fireman was doing some bad shit when they were teenagers. With Chris DeStefano. With Chris Stefano Yep. Yeah, so that's what it is. But all right. Let's get into the Let's clip. get into some Joes. <laughs> I want to, some Joe DeRosa, some Joe Rogan. Joe's.
5: I don't understand the reverence uh, for sports. I don't get it. And maybe it's because I never played sports. I don't know. You know, it's, it, you see it a lot when the Olympics happen. Man, people lose their mind over the Olympics. And I know Olympians work their asses off. They work their asses off. And I'll say this in all fairness. Never have so many people worked so incredibly hard for so incredibly long to do a thing that I don't give a shit about, at all. (laughs) Couldn't care less. Fake sports once again. It's people throwing shit, I don't care. I threw a stick, whatever, who cares. People love it, man. People go, do you know how few people in the world can do that? Do you know how few people are experts at that? I don't give a shit. Do you know how few people can do astrophysics? I don't want to watch it for three hours on a Sunday. (laughs) It's boring, dork shit to me. (laughs) And the Olympics are so loved, the Olympics are so loved, they celebrate and commend bad sportsmanship. Last summer Olympics, there was a women's, uh, women's running race, and at the end of the race, one of the women dove over the finish line to win, and the people I was watching it with, they were like, did you see that? Did you see that commitment right there? No, I saw cheating, is what I just saw. (laughs) She just cheated blatantly to win the race. No, that's called commitment. Nobody has ever said, man, Mike Tyson, wow. What commitment he showed when he bit that guy's ear off. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. These other boxers are lazy. It's all for what? What's it all for in the Olympics? I want a gold medal. Okay. What do you plan on doing with that? Tell you what you should do with it. You should sell it. You're gonna need money to feed yourself. You have no job skills. You've been dicking around an ice skating rink for the last 13 years. Yeah. Uh, You're worthless. (laughs) You can't even get hired at Wendy's, worthless. I'd like to work here at Wendy's, I'm a gold medal winner. Great, can you work a grill? No, get the fuck out of here, you're worthless. (laughs) You really see people go nuts, man, when one of these Olympians fucks up. That's how you can tell people are way, way too obsessed with the Olympics. And one of these Olympians fucks up every four years. Most recently we had Ryan Lochte. Right? Ryan Lochte peed at the gas station outside and lied to the cops or whatever. I refused to learn what he did. I hated it. And people were freaking out. They were freaking out. Can you believe that an Olympian acted like that? Can you believe? Yes! They're professional athletes! All professional athletes are fucking assholes. Are you really that surprised? Why does anybody act surprised when an Olympian? They protested Ryan Lochte when he was on Dancing with the Stars. They didn't even protest fucking Paula Deen when she was on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> People lose their minds. I can't believe he acted that. Let me tell you something. The same thing that made Lochte win the gold medal is the same thing that made him act that way. And here's what it is. If you achieve in any field at the top of that field, no matter what your field is, sports, acting, music, comedy, doesn't matter. Whatever it is, if you achieve and get to the top of your field, you're a piece of shit, okay? You're a piece of shit. Never try to achieve, ever. It makes you a bad person. We live in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying is true right now. You know what I'm saying is true. It's... It makes you a bad person. Doesn't matter what the field is. How many of you work in an office, right? Right? Would you ever want to hang out with the guy that owns your office? No! He's a fucking dickhead. That's why he owns the office a boss unless you're a douchebag, okay? It's an unarguable rule. Even if you just want to be the boss, you're a fucking douchebag. I think I could run this place. Congrats, you're a fucking douchebag. Never come to happy hour with us ever again. That's why I get mad, I'll tell you, that's why I get annoyed when I hear like the gender argument with bosses. You know, sometimes a female boss will go, well, once I became the boss, everybody said I was a bitch. Now, that is true, okay? (laughs) We are all quietly calling the female boss bitch, okay? But we're also quietly calling the male boss cocksucker. We don't like the boss, dick or vagina, bitches and cocksuckers. They all fucking suck, okay? I'm supposed to believe that Donald Trump and Steve Jobs are pricks, but Hillary Clinton and Oprah are just misunderstood? No! No! no. They're all assholes. People, people can't believe it though with Olympians, man. Oh, they can't. Oh yeah. They called it Lock-T-Gate. That's how upset people were. Lock T gate. Can we please take the suffix gate back for real scandals again? (laughs) Jesus Christ, it comes from Watergate. When the president instructed his employees to break into a hotel and steal classified documents, that's a fucking gate, okay? (laughs) Not this meat-headed jerk off taking a piss at an Exxon station in Brazil. (laughs) People can't believe it, man. People can't believe it. When any Olympian, they freak out. They did it with Phelps, right? Can you believe Michael Phelps smokes weed? Can you believe it? He should smoke weed. Drugs make athletes better. It's been proven over and over and over again. In fact, if you're such a fan of Michael Phelps, you should be aggravated that he's such a pussy, he only smokes weed, okay? Yeah, if he did some hard shit, he'd probably bring a few more medals home. I bet you on that. The only Olympic scandal I ever had any respect for was Tanya Harding. That was the only one. Was the only, I respected Tanya Harding. I did. Because she said, Who's my competition? Her? Here's a pipe. Go break her fucking kneecaps. Yeah. That took balls. That took balls. Say what you want about Harding and Nixon, at least they had balls, right?
6: Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes, or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to the Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You know, you know about Colorado. Do you know about it? It's cold there too, and they have legal weed. Woo! That's the way to do it. First state, first state to step up. First state to say enough is this fucking baby nonsense. Treat me like a child, Tell me I can't have weed. First of all, everybody who tells you you can't have weed, they all should get on weed. Every single one of those motherfuckers, they're the people who need weed more than anybody. The people that are trying to stop weed. Everybody who says you're wasting your life, oh, you're gonna get paranoid, you are getting paranoid? That's the best part. Everybody's afraid of that. Everybody's afraid of getting paranoid. I think it's a good idea to be paranoid now and again, because I think people are entirely too cocky for the situation that we're confronted with. What this life actually is, we're, we're on a fucking giant ball that's spinning in space and nobody talks about it. It's going a thousand miles an hour, floating in the sky. Above us is a giant fireball, a million times bigger than the earth, and you need it for vitamin D. If you stare at it, you'll go blind. It's trying to give you cancer, and if it's not there, you get sad. You're not freaking out? You're not freaking out, are you sure? You're not paying attention. You're fucking putting blinders on, bitch. If you're paying attention, you should be freaking out all the fucking time. We're spinning in infinity and it doesn't come up. What's infinity? That's the weird one. What's infinity? It means it's so big you can't measure it. No, it's crazier than that. It does mean that, but you know what that really means? That means infinity is so big that everything that has ever happened on earth in the exact same order down to That pause has happened an infinite number of times all throughout the universe. Everywhere in space, there is a you making the same colossal fucking errors that you've made your entire life. So if anybody ever tells you, you could do better, man, go, apparently not. Because that's infinity. if that doesn't freak you out, man, you need to eat a pot cookie and get on a fucking airplane because you're entirely too cocky. You're entirely too cocky. You want to shit your pants? Pot cookie airplane. That's a religious experience. It's available for everyone. (laughs) Why is it illegal? Pharmaceutical companies are the big one. They don't want you to have weed because if you had weed, you wouldn't need to buy a lot of their shit. If you had weed, you wouldn't need sleeping pills. Smoke pot, jerk off, and try to stay awake. Seriously. If you can smoke pot, jerk off, and stay awake, you should be a Navy SEAL. You should be fighting for freedom. Me, I have a goal when I smoke pot and jerk off. It's to stay awake long enough to remember to let go of my dick. I never got there yet. I got close a couple times. I'm like, tonight's the night. Wake up later, oh, man, what the fuck? (sighs) That's the feeling every guy has after masturbating. It's always like, okay. (laughs) You know, you have this thing in the back of your head, like, I thought I was done with that. I thought (laughs) thought it was over. Here we go. Okay, all right. It's never like, yeah, do that shit, son. No, it's always like, ooh. It gets more embarrassing as you get older, too. I'm I'm a grown man now. I'm an adult, I have children, I have a wife, so I have to lock the door when I beat off. And it's the only time I ever lock the door, so I always get busted. Why is this door locked? First of all, I'm a bad actor already. But if you thought I sucked on Zookeeper, you should see how bad I am when I get caught with a locked door. Because why is this door locked? What, the fucking door's locked? And if she looks like she's gonna ask me a question, I just run. (laughs) Try to find the guy who locked the door, I'll be right back! (laughs) Sad. Sad knowing that you're gonna do it again. Just like it's I'm you know, I'm never gonna fucking rise above. But it's only sad because I live with a wife and kids. If I was alone, I wouldn't give a fuck about jerking off. It'd be fine and dandy. That's why hotel rooms are amazing for men. That's the only time a man can truly jerk off in peace. You you know where, there's the door, there's the bed, there's nothing else here. All right, we're good. So when a man jerks off in a hotel room, he has two options, two things to consider. Clean up or fuck it. And I always go with fuck it. The moment my load hits my chest, I do a quick gator roll in the sheets. I find a dry spot and I'm out. I'm often astonished at how easy it is for me to fall asleep while I'm covered in my own cum. It it doesn't seem to be an issue at all. Why? Well, because it's organic, it's gluten-free locally sourced, it's handcrafted. It's my cum, my cum doesn't bother me. Other people's cum bothers me a lot. That's what I was thinking, like that would be a great game show. Another guy comes on you and you got an hour to go to sleep. If you can fall asleep in one hour, you win a billion (laughs) dollars. You, you, never, you know how hard it is to fall asleep if you have an hour anyway. You know, if you're like, I'm gonna go to bed right now, I go to bed right now, I get an hour sleep. Just right now, 59 minutes. Okay, right now I get 59 minutes, 58 minutes. So I go to bed right now. Can you imagine how hard it would be to fall asleep if you're strapped to a table like a mental patient and they wheel you to the center of a big basketball arena. Everybody's got balloons like you're trying to shoot a free throw. And a dude comes out who looks like Tank Abbott. He's got a giant purple dick and a leather vest on. He's going knuckles up on you, spitting on you. He can't come, so he starts fingering his butt. These are the kind of things I think of when they ask me to bring back Fear Factor. I go, no, but i'm on some next level shit
3: that was joe DeRosa and joe rogan and this is stand Up with chris stefano hell yeah part two
2: yeah so and
3: next we have um joe list you know you know joe list you said you know joe list i do know joe list did you actually
4: diagnose his herpes or
2: i did not diagnose joe list herpes i thought he had he thought he had chlamydia and i took a look at that but which i didn't is, see a drip
4: which is worse
3: a
2: drip that's what chlamydia. Yeah, you drip with Damn. chlamydia. <sighs> yeah, it's brutal. Oh, God. Which is well, worse is herpes oh, yeah. because herpes is, forever. herpes is forever and it and it really hurts. Diamonds
3: are forever. Herpes are forever. They are forever. Those are <laughs> the only two constants.
2: Although undiagnosed chlamydia. Airpods are forever. They aren't. Sorry, yeah. Undiagnosed chlamydia is they can't is, be.
3: They don't deteriorate. They're on the earth forever if you buy Airpods.
2: Really? Yeah. They cannot. There was hear. an
3: article came out. Yeah, that was like they're the worst thing for the planet. Nothing. No part of it can deteriorate. It's like poison and bad and they...
2: What if you like lit it on fire though? Then probably.
3: I don't know.
4: That sounds yeah, like something you would do in your neighborhood.
2: <laughs> what?
4: That's different than decomposing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah You're, like It know. shouldn't be a crime if I throw an apple, if I like throw an apple like onto the grass, that shouldn't be littering. That's like biodegradable and we'll go back to the that's earth. It's
4: not littering. Yeah.
2: Is it, it is littering. No, it's not. I can't throw an apple on the grass. I'd get a ticket for that.
4: Yeah. No, you wouldn't.
3: Well, because of white privilege, you wouldn't. Yeah. That's
2: true. Good. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, Wait, so you're
3: talking about chlamydia?
2: <laughs> I was talking about, yeah, well, who's not talking about chlamydia? Um, yeah. This, I got to stop having unprotected unprotected sex. It's all right. Chris, it's just, you it's, do.
3: It's,
2: it's, I do, but it's just like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm in my I'm 30s. I'm going to fucking put on a condom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to fucking do here?
3: You have a child. I do, but
2: it's like then you just worry. It's like you have unprotected sex, and then you're just like twenty three days is your sentence. It's like if the STD hasn't popped up in two to twenty three days, you're probably fine. But it's like then you just have to wait. And you're just in three weeks. You're just like in mental prison. You're just waiting. Mental prison. You are, but it's also like I'm at a point now. Like ten years ago, I would have been like, oh my god, like can't even do the podcast. But now it's like, (laughs) what what are you gonna do? Like, fine, fucking get it. You get it. If you have another kid, it's like, what what do you fucking just. Deal with it. Just, just go talk to Nicole. <laughs> um,
3: you can talk to me if you have There was problems.
2: something that I wanted to fucking say, though.
3: Chlamydia compared to herpes,
2: Joe List. No, it was something I wanted to talk to you about. Littering AirPods. Oh. You said you had to go pee.
3: Yep. Here's the thing. Off the air, I said I had to pee. You had to pee. That was well, between us.
2: I want <laughs> to yeah, talk about your flow. Um, <laughs> That's so, not what pee is. No. (laughs) Well, pee flow. um, You sometimes I think when you're performing because right now we're we're performing. I mean, it's like it's v cash, but we're performing. Sure. Sure. Um, I think it's nice to have to go to the bathroom because it keeps you in the moment. Mm. When I did my David Letterman set, Mm -hmm. I had to pee so bad, and my leg. Was oh my God. I couldn't stop it from shaking uh-huh. because I was just so nervous. It was the first time I'd ever, ever done any TV stuff, and John sure. Travolta had just like rubbed my chest like moments before. That's enough. I told you guys to that story, right? Have no. I told you that story on the podcast? No. It's not podcast. Okay, do you want to just yeah, real I want, quick? Yeah. Just I want real quick. John
3: Travolta to touched your chest?
2: John Travolta, I was going up next on the David Letterman show, and John Travolta was the other guest. He came off, he put his hand on my chest, and he <laughs> told me what a beautiful suit I had on, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then he told me, he was like are you nervous and i was like extremely he was like i can feel your heart beating fast i was like that's because you have your hand on my chest and you're john travolta um so he was like he was like um he was like well you've already done this already like you've done this is over and i was like well no it, i'm not like i'm like if you think i didn't go on yet like i thought like he thought that i he was like no i know you didn't go on and he said but i'm talking about the work is done you've already been vetted you've already Practice this set a hundred times, wow. so it's over. You just have to go enjoy the moment now. Wow. He was like, and I'm going to stand here and mm-hmm. watch every minute of this because I want to share in this experience with you. <gasps> it was nuts. Like John Travolta said that to me as I went out, and my leg was like uncontrollably shaking uh-huh. because I was nervous about all that stuff. But I had to pee so bad that that kept me in the moment, like in the moment, like I felt like like when you really have to pee. So like kept me grounded because I was like, or else wow. I would have just been floating away, like. I may have passed out because I was like, leg shaking in control will be Travolta, Letterman, holy shit, overload. But it's like the peeing kept two feet in reality for me. And then when I went back and I was done, I felt like I had a great set. Ava Letterman said like, great job kid and like all that nice cool stuff. And it was my ex-girlfriend at the time was there. She was also waiting for me. And then I saw her and she like gave me a big hug. And then I was like looking for John Travolta. I was like, where, where's, where's John? John? she goes, as soon as you said hello, he immediately left. Like you went out there and said hello to the audience and then he just couldn't have left quicker. She was like, so like he probably just said that to like be like, I'm gonna be there for you. But like really he was like, but which is fine by me. It's like, it's great. And then like, you
3: looked in your pocket and there was a pamphlet for Scientology. You're like, how right? did he put this here?
2: He's like, he was never actually there. <laughs> John
3: Travolta, he's been dead for 30 years. 30
2: years. Yeah, so Travolta, he's just like, she was like, he immediately left, like he punched your mother in the face. Like he couldn't, he just left, like he didn't care. And I was like, fine. But my point is is that I had to pee the whole time. So, like, I remember every second of it because wow. sometimes, I, sometimes I like to do that. I like to go on stage, even to do like an hour long set. I don't like have to go to the hour? bathroom.
3: Yeah. Do you have any other tricks like that? Like any other things that keep you in the moment or any pre-show rituals kind of like that besides drinking apparently a gallon of water?
2: Gallon of water. um, Yeah. That or you know what I like to do a lot? If I'm doing like a lot of material, I like always go into the crowd because then it just breaks you out of your rhythm. I always, always, always try to do that. Whether it's going to, if I'm taping something, whether it makes it or not, or if I'm working on a set and- uh-huh. You know the people there see me. Just want to see the material. Like mm-hmm. I don't care because mm-hmm. I'm like I have to for me for the freshness. Mm-hmm. I have to go into the crowd and give that element of like the unknown of like what is this person gonna say? Like uh-huh. what are they? You know, am I gonna hit on? Am I gonna be like? You know, your dad's like this, and then the person be like, my dad died yesterday, and then like you know you have to deal with that. But yeah, it ke- gets you out of yeah. the element of just like here's my next joke. Here's my next joke. Here's yeah, my yeah, next yeah, yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I always do that and I most likely always have to pee if you see me doing comedy usually I have to pee so front row watch out
3: <laughs> <laughs> what's that special where T.J. Miller threw a bunch of water on his head
2: <sighs> well, I don't know I mean T.J. Miller is just out of his mind it's true I mean in a good way and also is he in jail some, yet sometimes should, a bad way he's gotta be going to jail soon right did yeah. he call in a bomb threat on any a train second <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> any
3: seconds now
2: any tick tock but whatever you go to jail you go to jail that's also not the worst thing in the world just happens. It's true. You used to evangelize. People want to live in fear, man. It's like shit's just going to happen, dude.
4: Guys, I have a question for both of you. Chloe. Would you (laughs) rather have herpes or go to jail for three weeks tomorrow?
2: This sounds like a stupid questions question. Check out stupid questions Friday nights. Um, I would rather... Jail for three weeks? Three weeks. Or herpes for the rest of your life? Yeah.
3: What does herpes do?
2: Herpes is going to... Mr. Doctor. Herpes... You're it, my
3: primary care physician now. There we go. <laughs>
2: I, I herpes is a virus that lives on your spine. Number one, what? And it causes um, like lesions on your mat. Like anybody you see if it has a cold sore. That's like herpes one. <gasps> herpes one, but herpes two <gasps> is general herpes, and that's like very painful blisters and open sores on your oh. vagine or peach. and <laughs> depending on where they pop out. Different levels of pain. With medication, it's very treatable now and it can lie dormant, but it it always Mm. um, always—you can pass it along. And it's got a really bad stigma from the media, of course, you know, where it's like people like, I don't want to get herpes. You know, I mean, you don't want to get herpes. Okay, so
3: what would you choose?
4: Wait, I want to actually rephrase my question. Would you rather the whole world know that you have herpes or the whole world think that you're a convicted felon?
3: I'd rather go to jail because then it's just orange is the new black True. Uma.
2: I'd rather. Reboot
3: th- with Nicole.
2: I'd rather the world know that I'm a convicted felon. can't vote. To be honest, I, I just always forget to vote anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget to vote and use a condom, so it's good. I'm going to Except in vote. this
3: election, we're going to vote together. At the same, we are going to vote together. I'm going to register for your polling place.
2: Fuck yeah. I would rather be a convicted felon. Know that I'm a convicted felon everyone know I have herpes. Same. Same as What about you, Clay?
4: Well, I don't know, but now I feel bad because speaking on behalf of Common Central. one in four people have herpes, so they're all going to feel like a really bad one at in themselves. four people. Well, but that, means that
2: statistic, though, does that are they counting people who have cold sores too? Uh, are they saying one in four people have genital herpes? I
4: wasn't involved in the research, but
2: <laughs> because I feel I'm like pretty wh- sure it. Chris oh, is a doctor, what so is it like just
4: the herpes. Well, because it's like,
2: listen, huh. I'm going to be honest. You know, there's been times when I, I mean, I've you know went raw a lot. Oh, you know, I've just <laughs> declined condom use a lot. And I've never,
3: With the consent of a woman With
2: the consent of a woman and a man um, <laughs> I've never I've never gotten herpes knock on wood So it's like I just feel like What are we saying? Here we go
4: About 1 in What's eight, the 8 people <laughs> 1 in 8 aged 14 to 49 In the US has genital herpes <laughs> one Okay eight. 1 in 8 That's genital. 1 in 2 people In that <gasps> age range are infected with HSV-1 Which what is God. oral herpes
2: One of oral us herpes. in this
3: room has it a- who has it? everyone point? One, I two. don't actually. <laughs> I don't think I don't. Either.
2: And I just got I just got STD, I mean I I got S T D tested about six weeks ago and I was clean, but I have went raw dog since then, so now I'm just back in limbo. <laughs> I'm just back in hell. You know, purgatory. So that's to, what
3: what of Dante's in circles was was just knowing if you'd have herpes or not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> For realsies. So yeah, okay, that's so that's right. a big I number. Can
3: read. What?
2: That's a big number. One in eight? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'd rather just have a girlfriend than deal with fucking being out there
3: well yeah but one of the, the other option was jail not have a girlfriend
2: yeah the third option like just want difference? a girlfriend i'd like a yeah. <laughs> true you're in a hot you've got to be careful what are you 23
3: 24
2: that's when people get herps 20s it's prevalent in the lesbian community <laughs> you can say, get it
3: i don't know that's actually it's fucked up because there's not a lot of research and so not a lot of people know how? I feel like the lesbian so,
2: community has, the, has like STDs.
3: When, when I, yeah, and feminism is, the lesbian community has STDs also. Yes. But when I grew up, people were like, no, you just can't get them. It's fucked up. What do you mean? Like, like people were like, yeah, you're, you're a lesbian. You, you you don't have to worry about STDs. Like, people said that. That's... I, I
4: have more tea. Yes. What's
3: the tea? So,
4: herpes 2, oh my God. that's the general one, occurs in nearly 1 in 10 lesbians. <gasps> not predicted by a report of sex with men or sexual identity. Okay, it's Most either me lesbians or infected with HSV-2 are not aware of their infection. Hey. That's me. Sexual transmission <laughs> of HSV-1 may occur more frequently among lesbians than among heterosexual women. <gasps>
2: HSV 1. Yeah, exactly. Because you're going down on each other.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Um, also, now I have <laughs> in my Google history herpes stats lesbians. Great. So, well, don't they same. say too that women, and
2: this is another thing, women I think are, they can contract an STD easier than a man can.
3: Yeah. I believe. Because it's the inside, we're baby. Because
2: you're innies. I'm an Audi.
3: Is your belly button an innie or an
2: Audi? It's an innie. My doctor did a nice job with my belly button. <laughs> your surgeon (laughs) my surgeon my daughter's got a cute belly button too that's cute V cute well Um, yeah (laughs) another
3: great episode another
2: great episode we've been talking about wild shit every episode we've
3: been getting into what America wants to hear
2: by the way rate and review this podcast on iTunes give it five stars and just leave a nice comment stop don't be a dick (laughs) just fucking listen it's like if you want to leave a negative comment do that shit in your own time like what are you? What are you spreading just, negativity for? Yeah,
3: just fucking, love is
4: love.
2: Just give it five stars and leave yeah. a comment. Or if you don't like it, then just don't listen to it anymore.
4: Well, one in eight people is going to boycott us after this episode. Well, yeah.
2: Well, that we're pro only herpes be on like here. Like
3: sixty thousand, because we have a total of forty-two million listens. <laughs> so some fast math. <laughs> That's what they we're say fucking, about me. Yeah.
2: All right. Any final, final
3: closing words before we throw Gifted. on this Joe list?
2: Joe list. Um, we've
3: talked a lot about the specifics of his body today. But he, he's, open I mean, he's open about
2: it. it. True. Um, what do we got to say? I have on new pants from Lululemon. They're very comfortable. <gasps> oh, it's that. like one of those things. They were expensive, but it's like they're a good pair of pants. Like I defer to wear them a lot. Like I can just stretch.
3: Those do look nice. Thank those you.
2: Lululemon, sponsor us. Lululemon would be a sick sponsor.
3: Yeah. I would love that. Are you kidding? Their stuff is so expensive.
2: It's so expensive, but it's good. It's good quals.
3: Oh, it's good. Okay.
6: All right. All right. Next.
2: I'm going to go I have to go eat. I have low blood sugar. Me too. Okay, bye. Bye.
6: I have a horrible diet. Sometimes you feel fat. I felt fat yesterday at McDonald's. McDonald's will make you feel fat. It doesn't matter what size you are or what you order. You will feel like a piece of shit when you leave <laughs> McDonald's. You can go to McDonald's to ask for directions. You'll leave there with diarrhea. You're like, "What the hell?" I didn't even eat anything. It's something in the air here, you know. McDonald's is the only food that I can't breathe properly for like a day and a half after I eat it, you know? I'm just walking around winded. People are like, do you have asthma? I'm like, I got a double quarter pounder yesterday, around five. My shoulder hurts for some reason. I'm like, why am I sore? They should put inhalers in Happy Meals instead of toys. <laughs> All right, give me the ketchup, I'm ready for it. Sorry, I had to limber up a little bit. It's not good for you, McDonald's. I'm trying to quit, but it's hard to quit, you know? It's like, a, it's addictive. It's like a drug. McDonald's is like cocaine. I lie about it. So I'm like, I only do it late at night or if somebody else is buying, and, uh <laughs> You eat it real fast, your heart rate goes up. I'm like, is that blood or ketchup? What the hell? Oh, it's ketchup. Sorry, everybody. I thought I was hemorrhaging. It's getting confusing at McDonald's. Have you guys been there recently? I was there the other day, I was like, can I get the number four? And the woman goes, the meal. I was like, "Uh, no, no, the number four. I wanna buy it. (laughs) That's my lucky number. Also 67 and 108, just bag them all up and I'll be on my way. uh... Oh, do you not sell digits here? Oh, all right, I guess I'll take the meal. You ever go to McDonald's, you order your food, they put your tray down with your fries and your soda, but you're still waiting for your cheeseburger. So you just start eating your fries while you're standing in line. That's really sort of a low point in a human being's life. I was doing that the other day. Then I realized they weren't even my fries. I was just eating somebody's food. And then I realized I hadn't even ordered yet. I was third in line. I'm just reaching around everybody. I'm like, I'll I'll pay you back when I get up there. I'm very hungry. I live in, the, in New York City and uh, it's always too crowded at McDonald's in New York. I don't even go into a McDonald's if it's too crowded. A crowded McDonald's feels like an emergency room to me. Aren't they sort of similar vibes? You walk in, everybody's fat and sad. People are limping and crying. The floor is all wet and there's Spanish being yelled. And uh, there's also always a beeping happening for some reason. It's just always beeping. I'm like, are the fries done or is somebody flatlining back there? Turn that off, I'm trying to assemble my toy over here. It's very hard with all the noise, so. You ever go to McDonald's for dinner and then realize you had it for lunch? I'm like, oh shit, I just saw you. That's embarrassing. Sorry about that, you look great. I'm gonna go to Wendy's, my apologies. I got a terrible diet. I'm very thin, I'm lucky, but I got a bad diet. I was reading an article the other day. It said, 10 worst foods that you should never eat. I had the remnants of four of the foods on my pants while I was reading the article. (laughs) Well, I guess I screwed this up. Uh, I got a bad diet. I don't want to get too weird or too dirty here, because some of you guys might be eating. But um, I've been having some trouble shitting lately. And... (laughs) I know that's a little gross, but I don't have health insurance just yet, so I gotta talk to somebody about this. And You folks seem awfully nice so far. I was talking to one guy, he was like, hey man, have you been eating a lot of cheese lately? And I was like, I've been eating almost exclusively cheese my entire life. He's like, that's probably it, that binds you up. Did you guys know that cheese is not good for you? I had no idea. When I was a kid, my parents gave me cheese. They told me it had calcium and I would have strong bones. They failed to mention that I would also have a sealed asshole when I was 33 years old. I don't know if I would have made that trade. I'm like, I'll take weak bones and normal shits if possible.
1: I'll
6: just avoid cheese and dangerous activities at all costs. I had to Google how to take better bowel movements. That's where I'm at in my life. That's another low point in your life when you type how to shit into Google, you know? Forget porn, you gotta erase your internet history when you're typing that into your computer. It's embarrassing. So I went to Google and I wrote how to take better bowel movements. Google sent me to WebMD, you guys know that website? Great website, you don't even need health insurance if you have WebMD. There's nothing that a doctor can tell you that you can't learn in 17 consecutive hours of reading WebMD while crying. I typed how to take better bowel movements into WebMD. One of the things it said was to avoid anal sex. I was like, you got it, WebMD. I'm actually several years ahead of you on that advice. I've only done cheese damage to this point. (laughs) I like that it says avoid anal sex, like it's gluten. Like I'm at breakfast. Pardon me, is there any anal sex in these pancakes? I'm under very strict orders not to have any anal in my diet, so... (laughs) I think everything I learned about food is bullshit. Completely wrong. I think like people like under 30, you guys have like, learned some stuff, like eat green shit. But when we were kids, nothing, nobody knew anything. Like my dad, when I was a kid, he kept telling me to eat steak. He said that it would put hair on my chest. He was a big Tom Selleck fan. Um, but recently, I grew up, I did some research of my own, everybody. Steak does not put hair on your chest. Puberty and genetics puts hair on your chest. Steak puts plaque in your arteries. It's actually, it's not really healthy. I'm like, hey, dad, I'm having chest pains. Is that the hair finally coming in? Is it supposed to hurt when I get my hairy chest? I thought I was gonna have strong bones and a hairy chest. I can't shit and I'm gonna die of a coronary at 40. So I thought steak and cheese was a healthy meal for the last 30 years. to eat healthier. It's hard though, you know. I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm trying to get my parents to eat healthy too so I can continue to have a cell phone for a few more years. Uh, (laughs) That's something that's really important to me. So I had a salad earlier today. Have you guys ever had salad before? It's really, it's really great. I didn't have a salad until about three years ago. I had Jägermeister a full decade before I had lettuce. So (laughs) America, if you've never had salad, you've got to try it. This shit's unbelievable. It's just lettuce, a tomato, and then you cover it with cheese. It's really a pretty healthy dish. Uh, uh, you can throw steak right in there if you want. Kind of fill you up a little bit.
0: This has been a Comedy Central podcast.